everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm pumped to be back with you today. I'm coming off of a, a medical missions trip. Uh, not that I am necessarily in the medical field like my wife is, uh, but we were able to um, take along with a group called One World Surgery on a missions trip down in Honduras for the past week, which has been something that my wife has been looking to do a uh, partner with. With um, a group like this to ultimately use her skill set, and and um, it was an epic trip. I'm gonna I'm gonna recap a little bit of that with you guys today. Also, I just want to talk through some some just reminders that I think is just so great to to be reminded of. This is what God reminded me of over this trip. Uh, just doing the simple tasks that uh, I was instructed to do on this trip, um, stuff that I normally hate to do, uh, but kept telling myself, I get to do this. I get to serve, uh, in this manner on this trip. And so it was an epic time. It was a, it was a great time. Again, we were with one world surgery, uh, for those that don't know, my wife does, uh, she's a nurse anesthetist. And so she was helping perform, um, all the anesthesia for, uh, this group. Uh, there's a, there's an orphanage down there partnered with, uh, it's called NPH and, uh, one world surgery has partnered in Honduras with them. So they actually have a, a family practice surgical center that's on this property. So it's epic. Uh, I mean, really, really cool things that they're doing down there. I know they've just built one or are in the process of building one in the Dominican Republic as well. And so if you're in the medical field and you're like, man, I would love to know how I could help, um, check it out. Oneworldsurgery.org. It's a really, really cool group that was founded on, on biblical principles. Um, and it was, it was a good time. Ash and I, again, not, not really knowing what to expect down there. Um, I was going down just as a general volunteer, so I had no clue what I was going to be actually doing and during this time, um, but was just willing and able. And I think that's just an important thing for us as um, as entrepreneurs, as kingdom-focused entrepreneurs, whether you're so you're serving uh, in your business, um, in the marketplace, or just in your, your local church, the community that you, you uh, break bread with, uh, just to be able to be willing to do certain things, put yourself in a situation that sometimes is uncomfortable, right? Because the only way that we get comfortable doing things is to do the uncomfortable until it becomes comfortable. And uh, let me tell you, again, the, the surgery side, the medical side of everything, Again, I wasn't really involved with on a whole lot. I got to serve them food, uh, breakfast and lunches, things like that. And then in between that, I was actually serving on the farm of this, again, orphanage. Uh, it's a school, um, all sorts of really, really cool things that they do there with this group called NPH Um I don't even know exactly because it's in Spanish what it stands for. It's like nuestros, um, something hermanos. Uh, so I don't even know what that stands for, but <laughs> I'll put it, I'll figure it out and put it in the show notes for you guys. If you are actually uh, curious on that. Um, but one of the things, so as, as I had said earlier, you know, I was doing things that I normally hate doing, which if you, if any of you know me at all, uh, if you've listened to this, you know that I'm not, I'm not really the most handy guy. Now, it's not that I'm not, it's just that I 
I, I don't enjoy doing things like that, right? And I think that oftentimes we we understand what we're good at. Like, like the reason I don't golf is because I'm just not good at it, right? But if I committed to become good at it, I'm sure that I could become you know, an, an avid golfer and would love to golf. Right. And I think that was something that I was just reminded of, of uh, just taking joy in the process of what we're doing on a regular daily basis. And so to, to unpack what I had done um, on multiple days throughout this past week was a lot of weeding, like literally down on hands and knees, pulling weeds out of the garden, um, which so many just reminders uh, that I, you know, just got to spend time with God in, in, in prayer, as I'm doing this, pulling weeds, pruning, uh, specifically it was carrots, um, which is, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even know what I was weeding initially. And cause I have no clue what a carrot looks like. Um, but I eventually found out by pulling one up on accident. Um, but then I, I, from there I moved on to pruning, uh, tomato plants, which was again, just so many principles that are just, I'm reminded of as we've coached on throughout the King's council over the past few years. But it's actually, I think it's always great just to, to remember these basic principles that, that God has given us when it comes to this, you know, uh, gardening, as I mentioned, pulling weeds, uh, surrounding ourselves with the right atmosphere. You know, one of the days I was, I was thrown into just pull weeds and literally I could not tell the difference between what, a uh, what was supposedly the top of a carrot and just a ton of grass that was, uh, that was there. And, and so I had to kind of sift through it. And it just reminded me again of like how as believers, as kingdom entrepreneurs, um, is there a difference between us, uh, and anybody else in, in between us in the world? If we are, if we are, uh, of the kingdom, there should be a, a difference uh, versus us just being a part of the world. There should be a, a, a point in time where people can actually see the difference. Now, early on, again, this is what reminded me of this was that I couldn't tell in pulling these weeds and it was, it took some time. It took, um, growth, it took maturation for these carrots to ultimately take root and I know I've done episodes on this in the past of the number one determinant of, of every seed, whether it's going to take root or not, the number one determinant is what that seed is surrounded with, right? Is it surrounded with good soil? Is it surrounded with even fertilizer? Like a couple of the days I was on another part of the farm scooping crap, literally cow manure, scraping it off of this, these concrete floors and these stalls that they're normally would eat in and obviously uh, do their thing. Uh, so cleaning that out, bagging it up, hauling it over to the garden and then spreading that out uh, as fertilizer, right? Again, things that I would hate to do. This is literally why I moved out of South Dakota was so I wouldn't have to do those type of things. Um, but it was just such a great reminder of why I do what I do. And I hope this is a reminder of, of for you guys of why do you do what you do on a regular basis, on a daily basis? What, what gets you excited about when you get up in the morning, um, when you lay your head down at night, when you're going through all the junk of the day? Is it, is it just to get through the motions? Is it just to get through the day, just to get to the weekend? Are you working for the weekend or is there joy in this process? 
Can we find joy in this process of, of getting to do these things that might not be fun, right? But the Bible, if we've committed to this lifestyle of a, of a, of a, a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ, like I'm committed to him as Lord of my life. If I've committed to these things, we know that it isn't always going to be fun, but it is going to be worth it. It is absolutely going to be worth it. And, and if we've committed to this lifestyle, sometimes it's a reminder. It's a nice reminder to know that it is worth it because it can be tough living in the world, being a part of the world, but not a part of it. Let me clear that up. Being, being in the world, but not of the world. Let's just be clear on that. Like we have that, that call to be that. Right. But there should absolutely be a difference. This shouldn't be like if you listen to my last week or so episodes on on just what we tolerate, there should be a clear definition or a clear understanding that what what we tolerate is, is a is a representation of, of literally what we stand for. The Bible, Jesus says that we are either for him or against him, right? So what is it that we are doing and, and how can we still be impactful in a loving manner? Uh, and, and I think these are just some of the things, again, that, that God just spoke to me over this past week that I just want to dive into you, dive into it with you guys here over the next few minutes on just some of these basic principles. I talked about the seed, right? We, we, know, we know the number one determinant of every seed that we sow. And, and hear me on this, guys. You, you are always sowing. No doubt about it, you are always sowing. And I, I want us to understand this because um, I, I wrote some notes down here as, um, as I was flying home, just thinking through this. We are always sowing. And our life today is the harvest of the seed that you sowed in your life over the past year. Okay, you are never not sowing. Your, your life today is literally the, the harvest of the thoughts that you have, right? The, the beliefs that you've taken on, good or bad, the actions that you've already taken or haven't taken for that manner. That is the harvest that you're reaping today. And sometimes this can be uh, like a gut check, right? You may even get mad when I, when I say something like this of like, you don't know what it's like. We immediately take on that victim mentality that those that that just like, oh, it's 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 not my fault. And at the end of the day, whether it's it doesn't it, this isn't even about fault. It's just coming to the realization that your faithfulness and the fruitfulness in your life always 100 percent go hand in hand. Your, the faithfulness and fruitfulness in your life go hand in hand. And as we're always sowing seeds, then we have to understand like, okay, what am I going to do about this? Okay. So as I'm, as I'm, as I've, I've was pruning or excuse me, pulling these weeds out in this carrot garden, I started to just see and identify the leafiness of what, what that a tiny, I mean, these things are literally like not even an inch out of the ground that I'm starting to see the, the, the fruitfulness. Now there wasn't fruit of, of course on that, that plant, but I could see that it was developing and it was so important for me to get in and around there and pull out the other weeds that would normally suck up the moisture that would suck up the nutrients that are needed for that carrot to ultimately take root. And you guys know where I'm going with this. Okay, if, if you have those weeds in your life, those relationships in your life that have to be pulled up, it's, it's, it, it's not going to be fun. 
Okay, but it's going to be worth it. If, if you've committed to this life, Jesus is Lord. It, there's, there's things that need to take place in order for you to become a mature believer, to no longer need the, the spiritual milk, but, but whole food. You actually have to pull these weeds in your life. What you surround yourself with is so stinking important. And again, why I'm, I just want to hit home on this is that if you are a new believer and you need community, then get a part of this community. We have some new, epic, amazing things that are taking place here within the King's Council community that we're rolling out here um, in the very few short weeks. Incredible things to build this community of kingdom entrepreneurs. Say, so I'm just going to shameless plug on this text King K I N G to seven, two, seven, four, seven, two, three, eight, six, zero. And that will get you plugged in. We'll at the very least keep you updated on what, what we're rolling out here within for this new culture, this new environment that we're creating as we're pulling some of the weeds that have developed. Right. And if we just live life and go unchecked, okay. Cause at the end of the day, that garden that I was weeding. Now this is, it's just amazing. All these things that they're doing by hand down there that we just take for granted in America. Um, but as I'm, as I'm weeding these garden, like everything that I was doing, the, the pulling of those weeds, um, and then pruning of those tomato plants, what, what brought me joy in that moment. And I think this is something that I just felt like God speaks to me on this is that I could be joyful in that moment, not because I was going to see that fruit that day, Heck, I'm not even going to see that fruit at all, but it's, it's what was, what we were doing that day was going to be a harvest that these other kiddos in, in, in Honduras, the, these other families, maybe even these other missionaries that are coming in to serve, they're going to be able to eat that fruit. They're going to be able to, to eat those carrots and the tomatoes, like literally because of what I was doing today, what I was doing last week. It wasn't something that I, I could get that immediate satisfaction or that immediate gratification that we so want in America, at least the culture has to told us that. Right. And it's, it's not like that. It's, 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 it, it takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. This is why, again, I said, everything that you see in your life today is a direct harvest of what you sowed months ago, a year ago. And why, uh, which I think I'm going to lead into an, an episode for next week, why what is so important is the consistency that we take on a daily basis to ultimately continually have a harvest. Okay, now there's seasons with everything. There's, there's seasons to sow, right? This is a beautiful, the, the order that God has created in, in life, the cyclical manner that we've, we have to uh, buy into, we have to be a part of, because without that consistency in, in our life, things die. Things absolutely will die if we don't become uh, uh, committed to this process and ultimately trust this process. Now, I talked about pulling weeds a, a lot, um, and my, my fingers still show it to this day. It was kind of funny. I did this all week, and on the very last day, of course, I'm going to get my, my work boots out. And it's just funny even saying that. I'm, for those that know me on a more intimate level, you know, like, I don't own work boots. <laughs> but it's it's great to be able to get my, my hands dirty every now and then. But on the very last day, they're like, oh, well, the gloves are over here in this container right here. And it's like, we've had gloves this whole time. Meanwhile, my hands are like literally bleeding from pulling all these weeds all week. But one of the days that, um, uh, that I was instructed to do, I was literally just out in the field by myself. Um, 
and it was pruning tomatoes, which I know that, that again, I've done, I've done episodes on this, the importance of pruning. And it obviously reminds me, um, of John 15 so well. And I'm just going to repull this verse up for you guys. Um, John 15, where are we at here? Yeah, John 15, where it says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So the interesting thing about these tomato plants that I was instructed to prune was, um, you know, cutting off what seemed to be potentially decent vines, I guess we'll call them, right? It, it seemed to be like they were, they were decent enough, but they instructed me that, Hey, if any of them were, were touching the bottom or like touching the ground, uh, I was to, I was to trim those. I was to prune those, literally cut them back to the, to the, uh, true vine of it to cut it back to there so they could produce more fruit so they could bear better fruit, which was just an epic, again, understanding of, of these kingdom principles that God's, um, showing us just in, in, in the fact that every single one of us has a seed in us. You've been born, uh, in, in his image, no matter what anybody else says, that is truth. He, he is our, our creator and he has created us in his image. And that seed of greatness is inside every single one of us. But if that seed ever takes root, as I mentioned before, it's just a matter of what I'm surrounding that, that seed with. If I put it in good soil, is it good in water? Is it getting sunlight? Is it being fertilized? And then as it's starting to take root, am I pulling out those weeds that are around it so it can continually get the fertilizer, get the nutrition, the, the right things and not being infiltrated with the negative things, right? The negative roots that are starting to uh, take root in and around it, AKA the world, our relationships, everything. What are we, what are we uh, listening to? What are we feeding off of? What are we um, consuming on a regular basis. And then as it's, it's taken root and it's now it's starting to bear, there's branches, there's additional vines for this tomato example now. Okay. It's like, we're, this is still a process. And I just, it's such a true example of discipleship for, for in my life, at least that you're never, you've never, you're never going to arrive. Okay. And if, in fact, if you even think that you have arrived as a, as a believer or even in a, in your business, you're, you're on a fast, fast track to death. Okay. If, if that's what you think that this is a continual process that you have to, uh, be intentional with, Again, pulling those weeds, but then pruning those branches that maybe are not producing the fruit or have even started to produce fruit that is unhealthy. You know, I've, I've talked about this again in some past episodes of, of fruit can sometimes be rotten even from the inside out right? Which is a scary thing to, to even think of. Like, and this is, I, I think, um, most definitely, uh, prevalent in the, the American church of, of, 
um, what seems to be so good and amazing, the production that gets put on, uh, and it's, it's, we become such a, a seeker friendly community or, 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 uh, a body of believers that is so about the production versus the actual healthy fruit, the true discipleship in a person's life. Okay. And so as I was, was pruning some of those branches, knowing that again, it was painful. Like I'm literally cutting branches off. And this is just understanding that what happens in our life, right? That we have to cut these branches off. Okay. If we want to continually grow, it, it, it doesn't happen by just working harder, grinding more, hustling more. Okay. If we want to continually grow, we have to eventually prune, cut some things off, because the only way a, a t that tomato plant, for example, it's, it's dependent upon the root system of if that, that, that branch or that vine is ever going to produce that good, healthy tomato has nothing even to do, um, with, with how, how much, how hard it's working, right? That's not how it works. And, and we're no different. Okay. I mean, now it takes work. We are called to work. Let's understand that. Right. But what's most important is, is where that tomato is planted. Okay. Is, and is it planted in with streams of living water? Okay. Lots of examples that I could even, even dive into more. I'm not going to on this, but if I want it, if I want, I want that tomato to produce continual fruit, Okay, I have to focus on some of the invisible things first versus those visible things. Okay, if I want fruit, and this is, again, just what, where I was going with this, um, the American church today, a lot of us think we're, we want the, that visible thing. They're, they're um, you know, putting on these huge productions. But if you, want, if you want a true healthy relationship with your creator, it's going to take some work. You got to prune some things and you got to focus on the, the invisible. You got to first change those invisible things if you want to see the visible fruit in your life. Hey guys, if you're digging this content and you'd like to be a part of our community of kingdom entrepreneurs, then text the word KING to 727-472-3860. We host virtual and in-person get-togethers with the focus of building community to advance the kingdom through wealth creation and financial stewardship. So if you're looking for this type of tribe and the resources to do so, then step into your true calling by texting the word KING to 727-472-3860. Okay, we got to focus on pulling those weeds, cutting back those branches, those tomato branches that I was actually pruning, and then ultimately understand that this is a continual process. Right. This is, is something that we have to um, consistently do, which, again, I'm going to break down more of that and why I even thought about some of this as I was there doing this stuff that, again, I didn't like. It just reminded me of I read an article not wasn't that long ago, and it said that 70 percent of Americans actually hate their job. Seventy percent hate their job. And if you even just think what culture has told us uh, from going to school, high school, into college, you know, it's, we're oftentimes told that we're just, you know, 
find something that you like, follow your passion. And I'm telling you that that strategy has done nothing but failed most people, right? Following your passion is, is not a long-term um, wise decision for the, for the most part, right? And follow, just, I'm asking you to, to follow me on this here. As believers, even as I was just thinking back of like going, going to work on this farm and each day I was just like, where am I needed? What's needed? What needs to be done? I'm here to serve. I'm here to do whatever it is that you guys need. And I'm like trying to relay this in an, in English to some, cause some of them, you know, just only spoke Spanish unless we had an interpreter, but most of the time it was like, what else? Okay. What, what else did, did I need or what else could I do? And I think if we come to this realization, understand, okay, I know I'm gifted at, at certain things and it certainly isn't working on the farm, but I could be. And this is what I want, want to really finish strong here with you guys on this. I could be, if I had to be, and I've, I've thought about this a lot over the past few years. Like if, could I, if I was just dropped in a, in a third world country, what would I do? Like if I was just dropped, I had no money, no really resources other than just what I had in my hands. Could I figure it out? I couldn't even speak the language. Couldn't, I'm just asking you that. Could you figure it out? Would you, do you have the, the gumption to do it? Or are you just going to fall in line and, and do whatever culture tells you to do? Or are you going to work your way? And I think if, if you're an entrepreneur, you're listening to this. I think most of us are like, no, no, no. I almost get excited when I think about that as like a challenge. It reminds me of just even the undercover billionaire show, which obviously is a show. Uh, so they've, they've got that going for them. Um, but I've just thought about that. Like, is it what I just try to find? Okay, well, what am I good at? Or am I going to look for opportunities? What's needed in the marketplace? Right? Because a lot of people think even if they're you're working a job and you're working the next job and the next job and you, you think in the grass is always going to be greener on the other side. So we keep switching jobs or some of you have even kept switching businesses. It's like, well, that one didn't work. That one didn't work. That one didn't work. It's like, well, did the business not work or did you not work the business? Are you, are, I'm going to even say that again. Did that business not work or did you not work the business? Did it get too hard? Did it? Because if it was a system that actually has been proven, right? That's why people will, will buy into a franchise or something along those lines. Like it's a proven system. Okay, it works. It's just a matter of if you're going to work at it, right? Pulling those weeds, pruning those tomatoes, scooping that cow manure. It works. It was a matter of I was just going to work at it and continue to do it. And I had to find joy in the moment, joy in those circumstances of why I was going to commit to doing that, right? And first off, Colossians 3 is something that, that I, Colossians 3, 23 and 24 it is. And I remember, I mean, a few years ago, some of you guys know uh, my former COO, Doug Rogers, uh, he's passed away of a stroke about a year and a half ago now. But he had this scripture on our like break room um, cabinet where he would, you know, go grab, go grab lunch or anything like that. And that was just there just to remind him on a daily basis, probably because, you know, he was doing a lot of things that I was throwing at him that he didn't like to do. Right. But Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. 
Okay, and then 24 says, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So whatever, whoever you're serving right now, if you think if you're in this job and you're serving that, that your boss, no, 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 no. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Okay. If you're running your business, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. That's the mentality that we have to do, that we have to have. Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart. This is the call to excellence. This is why excellence is a core value in our household and everything that we do. And I would, I would encourage you to make it a core value of yours. If you want to do anything, why would you do it poorly? Right? Why would you do it? Why would you like, well, at least I'm, I'm, I did it. Or, and this was even... This, I'm going to cover more of this even on next week's episode too of of a perfectionism that a lot of us may even have. I, I have it in some areas of my life and in some areas I'm like, yeah, it is what it is uh, because I don't like to do those things. Um, but I want to break down the difference between what perfectionism and, and uh, just consistent excellent work actually is, the difference between the two. I'm going to do that on next week's episode. Um, so make sure you come back and listen to that. But one of the things, back to just what I felt was, was being spoken to me. Okay. Over this. And now this is spoken to me. I'm just sharing this to to you guys. This is, I'm not like one of those weirdos that God told me to tell you this. Um, not that that's weird at all by any means, cause that does happen. But I feel like if most people feel like they get a word for somebody else versus just getting a word for themselves, whole nother thing. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think when, whatever we're doing, we want to commit to it as if we're working for the Lord. Okay. No matter what we're doing, I'm submitting to him no matter what I'm doing. And, and I think so many times we're looking for that, that next piece of fruit, that next thing versus focusing on the roots and the seeds that we've already planted. Now that shiny object syndrome that a lot of us entrepreneurs have now, can there be some quick wins or different things like that? Possibly, but I'm telling you, if you want to build something foundationally strong, that's going to last well beyond even you, You've got to get to this root system here. You've got to understand this process, this consistent process that takes place. Okay. And, and, and understanding that sometimes you got to do the crap that you don't like to do. Okay. Cause nowhere in scripture, nowhere in scripture does it ever say to follow your passion. I'm going to say that again. Nowhere in scripture does it say to follow your passion. In fact, it almost probably says opposite, right? Because uh, our calling is really to love the Lord our God, right? With all our heart, soul, mind, strength, and then love others, right? And, and if, we, if we do that, whatever else we decide to do from a, how we're going to go make money, how we're going to do that, if we operate in excellence, okay, and we can find joy in whatever we decide to do. Now, there's probably, not probably, there is, uh, it, quicker ways to, um, to bring more value to the marketplace that will pay us more for our time, energy, and resources, right? Which by the way, the value, speaking of that, the value exchange is a new show that my brother, Caleb Williams and I, 
are launching on on our network uh, AFN A Family Network. Uh, look for that in the coming weeks. I'll give you guys some more information on that. But it's going to be an actual show. Uh, you can certainly just listen to it as well. But it's going to be an epic show where we're exchanging value and understanding the importance of that and everything that we do. There's there's value that we bring. There's an exchange that value that is actually taking taking place in every relationship, every connection that we actually have. Okay, but the biggest connection or the big most important thing is your relationship with your creator. And then now, how am I going to operate? How do I love my neighbor as myself? And part of that is we, we need to love our work, whatever that is, whatever we do on a regular basis. That's what all of us want to do. Okay. Let, let me be clear on that. All of us want to love our work. And this is why I think a lot of us are, are jumping from the next thing to the next thing, the next thing. Cause all of a sudden something happens and we just, it's just like, yeah, I don't love it. Right. Well, too freaking bad. Okay. Too freaking bad because you've made the choice. Okay. Now you can do whatever you want to do, but this is, this is my mentality with this. This is how we're raising our daughter. Uh, like if you've made the choice, you're going to see this thing, thing through because one thing that I've noticed is that we usually begin to love what we get really good at. Am I right with this? Just like, hear me on this. Passion, I believe passion is a side effect of mastery. Not the other way around. Where a lot of people think that once you, 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 you become passionate about something and then you master it. No, no, no. Like once you master it, then it becomes something that we become passionate about. This is the, the whole chicken and the egg thing, right? Like th there's the question of what becomes, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I'm here to tell you the chicken came first because God created the chicken and then, and then told the chicken to be fruitful and multiply, right? Now, the, the, the total side, side note on that, but this is, I think a lot of us think we want to find something that we like and then we'll get good at it. No, 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 no. get good at something and then you're going to like it. Right. When I first started doing seminars, I didn't like it because I wasn't good at it. But I knew that there was an opportunity there and I, I, I had to commit to become really freaking good at it. Now it's something that I, I, I crave. I love to do it. It's so fun for me because I've mastered this. And this is what I think I just I want to encourage you on that. Whatever you're doing, if you want to become passionate about it, do more of it. If, if you, if you're having a, a tough time staying consistent, reading the Bible, do more of it, commit to this thing. If you want to uh, become uh, more passionate about your creator and, and just, you're like, I just, it's hard for me to pray, then do more of it. Understand this. This is a process guys. Do the things, do the uncomfortable until it becomes comfortable. And then you become a master at it. And then you be, you, you become passionate about it. And then you prune some branches, you prune some of those vines and you get back into this process. This is a, a life is a, is a cyclical thing. Okay. It happens. There's seasons in every area of our life, but if you, you have to commit to excellence, you have to commit to this process. And when you do that with a consistent manner, it's incredible what God will do through you when you make yourself available to him, no matter what it is that you do. If you're scooping crap in Honduras, if you're pulling weeds, my, like my wife was performing surgery, something that she's mastered, not, not a surgeon, but the anesthesia portion of it. And look for then look for those opportunities of how I can be available, how I can be of service to you, God. 
And when we do that, and collectively as a body of believers, as kingdom entrepreneurs, there's a force that, that cannot be reckoned with. And this is the movement. This is what I believe God, God is, is, is calling us as, as believers, as those that, are, those that are willing to step up and no longer tolerate the crap in this world, but say, hey, what can I, how can I serve? What else can I do? How can I, how can I be an impact here on this earth today and to now, knowing that the fruit, the harvest of the work that you're doing today will not be seen. You may not even see it. Right. I mean, the Old Testament is, is full of this. Right. Moses never even got to enjoy the promised land. Right. But the, the seeds that he sowed, the commitment that, that he had, had just became so committed to changed the lives for all of us. Right. Understand that it, a lot of them never even got to see the fruit of ultimately what they were do, doing. <clears throat> And when we do that consistently, guys, which is, again, is what I'm going to rock, rock with you about next week, next week's episode, this, we understand this call to excellence in everything that we do. And then when we do that consistently, there's nothing that God cannot do through us when we make ourselves available to him. Remember, your fruitfulness is a reflection of God's goodness in your life. Your fruitfulness is a reflection of God's goodness in your life. Are you willing though to do those weeding, do the weeding? Are you willing to prune those branches? Are you willing to do the work in order to produce the fruitfulness, which would be the reflection of God's goodness in your life? We'll see you guys on next week's episode. Hey guys, if you're digging our content and want more, then join our community at joinkingscouncil.com or simply text the word KING to 727-472-3860. Go, go, go.